What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And LaVon Maynard. And hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? So welcome back. We are um, back from our, our uh, break. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice already because I haven't done this in a long time. Um, definitely continue to tune in if you have already started. But if you have not, please go back to uh, Monday's episode uh, where we talked about um, the PII of over 460,000 people being lost on one USB drive. Um, Tuesday, we discussed... Um, CERT India and how their very aggressive timelines are causing companies to um, to vacate. It started with VPNs and there might be other companies who want to um, uh, leave because of it. So definitely tune in for that one. And then Friday's episode uh, in the future, Friday's episode, will be everything else, right? We talk about movies, books, um, games, all that good stuff. So non-cyber related typically. Um, but with all that being said, um, today's discussion is about an article written on um, thehill.com. It's titled, Biden Signed Cyber Bills Into Law. It's written by Zach Schoenfeld. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Um, and it's kind of some of the stuff we've been talking about over the past few weeks. So there's been a lot of bills that have been um, going up to do with cyber. This administration is very aggressive about cybersecurity um, because of just how bad things have become with the colonial pipeline situation, uh, Southerwinds with the uh, the supply chain attack, uh, JBS with the meat packing um, company, like it just keeps like it's rolling hit after hit after hit. Um, our power grids and our financial sector and all that stuff is being attacked. So this this administration has been pushing a lot of uh, bills, and these two are bipartisan um, bills that were signed on Tuesday. Uh, the first one dealing with um, the Federal Rotational Cyber Workforce Program Act, which establishes a program to allow cybersecurity professionals to rotate through multiple federal agencies and enhance expertise, right? So they're trying to uh, build a better pipeline to bring in more people in from uh, cyber, either starting out or uh, already within their careers um, and bring them into federal government because the expertise is, um, uh, desperately needed uh, everywhere, right? And there's there's a, a million, million vacancies is what they, they advertise, but especially within federal government, they're looking to bring in more people. Uh, and then the second one is, let's see, the second bill is called State and Local Government Cybersecurity Act, and it aims to improve coordination between the Department of Homeland Security and state and local governments on cybersecurity. So when it comes to uh, municipalities being uh, attacked, we talked about in the past how schools were being attacked during the um, the, the pandemic. There were soft targets. Uh, we talked about, I, I can't remember which city uh, lost $1.4 million. Um, and it slips, slips my mind, it'll come back to me, but uh, because they had to pay for, or they, they lost the money due to a phishing scam, right? So somebody clicked the link, uh, they had the right credentials and they were able to, to pull that money from um, uh, the local reserve or what, what have you. Like they, they lost a lot of money because of it. So like local governments are always being attacked and it's, it's very hard for them to also staff their cybersecurity teams. Um, so this bill is to help uh, bring in Homeland to, um, to provide assistance 
two local governments. So it was, I, I said, a, it was Portland. Portland, yeah, Portland got attacked. It was like it was one point four million, right? Yeah, yep. The number. Yeah, was I remember the money. I didn't remember yeah. the, state, <laughs> the local government. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's getting really bad out there. So uh, these two bills uh, passed unanimously, almost um, to provide that assistance um, to to the federal government and to local governments. So kind of want to get you guys' opinion opinions on this. But sorry, I can't speak. Um, what what do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's obviously a great thing. I mean, we want to have more focus around cybersecurity. Um, I don't know, if, you know, I haven't been really tracking cybersecurity as far as like uh, between the different administrations, but it seems like the the most recent administration has been very focused on it. Obviously, like you, you touched on, we have very, we've had quite a few cyber attacks, especially after uh, COVID and during COVID. Um, I said COVID's still going on. What I'm talking about after COVID, but COVID's still going on. So um, these got, these cyber attacks are, are still going on. It's still increasing. People are working from home more than they used to in the past, and these cyber uh, or these hackers are finding these opportunities to uh, get this data, get people's information, uh, because uh, you know they're trying to connect to their the work environment from the house, and now they have like this 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 pathway, this opening um, from like a commercial you know uh, vector. So I think it's great that Biden, uh, the current administration, is like working to to improve the the, the focus around cybersecurity. Um, um, yeah, I can't think of anything anything negative about this. I mean, um, and also the, the fact that they're trying to, because I know like staffing is a big deal within cybersecurity, especially in the commercial side of things. It's hard to find good workers, people that know the have the have the uh, the knowledge as well as the will to do the do the work. Um, so the fact that they're kind of using this kind of rotation program where they're kind of letting people know about these openings and trying to keep people in uh, in the rotation and keep people within the uh, the workforce. That are available that can do the job, I think, is a pretty essential. Um, but yeah, I like to see how it kind of how, how it picks up from here. If they continue this 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 focus and this um, this attention on cybersecurity and kind of keep building it from there, because um, we know that you know we got all these like the the future warfare is going to be like cyber. I think a lot of things are going to be um, less focused around like tanks and guns and stuff like that. It's going to be more like Let's see if we can shut down the power grid first, and then we'll we'll do some stuff after that. Uh, um, so I think it's important that we kind of focus on that as well. So, with Shannon, what do you what do you think about this one? So I, I I like the intent on both of them. The first one with the rotational job force, I'm curious to see what the timeline is that they're going to let people stay in these different departments, right? Um, if this is just like a three month thing, there's no real there's no real benefit to that, right? You might as well just keep them where they are. Make make them a master of wherever they are, right? Instead of a jack of all trades, which is what they're trying to get here, right? So make them the master of one if you're going to do that. But if they're going to say, okay, we think it's going to be a two-year rotation, I'm like, okay, you're going to get some really good experience, right? If it's going to be like two years or something like that. Um, or let's say 18 months, because two years is kind of long, right? And it's in, it's in the government too, right? So if these are civil service employees, I mean, they're as terrible as this is to say, I mean, they're not as competitive as the private sector, right? When it comes to paying people, you know what I'm saying? So you may get somebody that may get that 18 months in and be like, okay, I got a skill I need. Let me go make $50,000 more now, you know what I mean? A year. So um, I would, I would like to see the rotation. I, I don't want it to just be lip service, right? Just three months, three months, three months, you know, and, and even then I don't know what departments they're talking about. Right. So when they say rotational job force, are they saying, okay, CISA for this amount of time and then FBI cyber team for this amount of time. Like, I don't know what they're, what they're talking about here, what, what actual rotation means. Um, 
with the second one, uh, and I know we had a little bit of a difference when we were discussing this offline. Like, I think the second one is going to be a little bit harder, um, a little bit harder to make useful, right? Because if you're telling, if you're trying to do better coordination with the state and local governments, right? And we and we know that CISA already provides some of this because Gabe, is that his name? Gabe told us about this. About right, uh, Gabe Davis. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Gabe Davis, he came on as one of the guests here, right? Um, Gabe, we can't wait to have you back, man. Uh, he came on and was like, he let us know about how they're reaching out, you know, to like local governments and things of that nature and local businesses, other businesses to help them out um, with things that are going on. So um, this is something the government has already been in, but now it's, a, it's laws passed for it now, right? So this is going to be the mandate. This is what we're going to do. But states and local governments can always just give it the amount of importance they think it needs to be. And we're seeing by the stories that we do that sometimes they just don't take it as serious as they should, right? So that's just something to take into consideration. This is my my thoughts on it. Yeah, definitely. Like We'll, we'll see how it pans out. Um, but I, I like that the initiatives are happening. I like that they're rolling out fairly fast, um, especially after I think we started, was it the end of last year or the beginning of this year? I can't remember because of... Um, how long I've been here, but with the uh, the solar winds situation and just how uh, that was just a, a a cluster, right? So like so to go from solar winds was actually 2020. It was before last year. I think it was. Was December. it 2020? I think it was. December. Man, it feels like it. It's really... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fairly certain it was like December yeah. of 2020. Yeah. And then log forge and log four J and all that all that other stuff, like it's just it just keeps rolling. Um, so it, it's good to see that uh, things are moving pretty fast. But the previous administrations also had their 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 uh, their foot in it. Like when it came to um, the Obama administration, a lot of the the NIST and stuff, FISMA rules and things like that were rolling out. Um, when it came to um, President Trump's, um, it was a lot of the frameworks being put into place. A lot of uh, money was starting to come into cyber, and then. Uh, at the tail end of that, and then into this administration is when things started to really ramp up and, and roll out. So it, it seems to be a, a very um, bipartisan effort because, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has to to use these power grids and everybody needs gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you have, you want people putting gas in trash bags again. Like that was not a good look. Um, now it's the exact opposite, right? Hopefully you save some of that gas and it, it didn't go bad. <laughs> <laughs> right that's yes, like 18 dollars a gallon right right now. they might resell it and get some money, <laughs> yeah. get some money. so we, we can't definitely cannot afford um to have those types of situations happen again uh, at least not to those those extents so it's good to see that you know they're, they're putting their their money where their mouth is um is that the same that's it right <laughs> um to to get these things uh uh not just fixed but just being uh more proactive than reactive because we've been very reactive the past couple of years, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see that it's, it's a bipartisan effort. So, you know, more more to come. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. Uh, like I said, we are back. If you want to watch us on video, you can watch us on Spotify and YouTube, and then we're available audio pretty much on every platform uh, you can think of. Um, like, share, subscribe. Uh, hit us up on our socials, um, which are LinkedIn and um, Twitter for the most part. And then I'm putting episodes on TikTok uh, on recently. And then hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. And uh, you, LaVon? Yeah, you can hit me up on the Twitters at LaVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure.
Take care. Thank you.